Hello and good day to you, sir. This is On The Left Side, a different type of football podcast. We don't do stats. We don't do slow motion replays. We don't do tactical analysis and heat maps. But we may consider a pie and a pint at half time because this is the lighter side of football. You ready? You sure? In we go. There was one story that has dominated this week and struck fear into the hearts of Premier League managers everywhere. Pep is coming. The tabloid rumour mongers instantly started touching themselves intimately after the world's most sought-after manager, Pep Guardiola, said this in his Bayern Munich press conference. The reason I haven't extended my contract with Bayern Munich is very simple. I want to work as a coach in the Premier League in England. That's him speaking German, by the way. I've no idea who the other guy is. And with that statement, the deal was done. Guardiola will be managing Chelsea next season. Or Manchester United. Or Arsenal. Or City. Or Dagenham Redbridge. It kind of depends which tabloid exclusive you read before you know the actual factual 100% definite destination of the baldy one next season. There is no doubt that everyone is clamouring for a little bit of pep pie. And this shark-like frenzy wouldn't happen in any other walk of life. If my wife suddenly announced that she was divorcing me because of my insistence on wearing a suit and assembling the entire family together for a press conference every time I win a game of football manager, it would in no way be acceptable for my work colleagues and my friends to start jostling to be my replacement, showing the contents of their wallets in the hope to attract her attention with the married ones planning to sack off their existing spouses in favour of a new version. It wouldn't happen. Jim, is it alright if I Snapchat your missus? But this isn't real life. This is football. And if Manchester United isn't the chosen destination for the Bayern boss at the end of the season, and it's all gone tits up for LVG, then maybe United should take a second look at their former boss, David Moyes. The Scotsman has proved again he is a football genius when he was on live television this week and gave a little insight into how any club can win trophies in the modern game. You know, getting to semi-finals gives you a chance of getting to finals. Getting to finals gives you a chance of winning it. How is that man still out of work? It's the merry old merry-go-round of the merry transfer window again, with half of teams in the league looking to spend ridiculous amounts of money on one player who may just save their season, whilst the other half of teams try and hold on to exactly the same player, whilst agents wave massive comedy checks like you get on Children in Need right under their noses. But whatever business your team does during the transfer window, it's going to look pretty insignificant compared to the comings and goings at Barcelona this week. On the very first day of the 2016 transfer window, the Catalan Giants welcomed a whopping 77 new players to the club. 77. That's enough for seven football teams joining on one day. The truth of the matter is the club were slapped with a 14-month transfer embargo and this signalled the end of that ban. We've all been there too. You decide not to have a drink for the whole of January and then February the 1st rolls around and it's like a free bar at the Alcoholics Anonymous Christmas party. Nobody is going to stop you. 
But as always in the transfer window, it's time to say hello to new players and goodbye to old ones too. And one particular ex-England international took it upon himself to retire from professional football this week. Jermaine Jenis announced it was time for him to hang up his boots. Hang on, is that right? Jermaine Jenis? Didn't he like retire four years ago? He's just retired. Like, like just now? Jermaine Jenis? Alright, if you say so. Yep, apparently until last week the ex-England man was still kicking balls in anger, although apparently he was doing it all in secret. In effect, it's a bit like me announcing that I breathe oxygen in order to stay alive. Everyone just assumes that's the case and probably isn't really that interested. There's no doubt it's a shame that the career of a promising footballer was cut short and Jenis has got some pretty impressive stats to his name. 21 England caps, 155 games for Tottenham, 110 games for Newcastle and who could forget three games for Aston Villa. I'm sure he must be incredibly disappointed but with the right kind of support and counselling I'm sure he'll get over playing those three games for Aston Villa. But for now we'll be seeing him on a more regular basis on the match of the day sofa alongside more endlessly dull football personalities like Alan Shearer, Danny Murphy and of course Mark Loro Lawrenson who unwittingly unveiled a brand new signing for Everton this weekend. It's funny because he said penis. I have a medical question for you. Is the hamstring actually made of ham? And if that's the case, a Liverpool using that really cheap crap wafer thin stuff that's about 50p a pack. It's been a long-standing problem at Anfield this season with a whole host of players joining Daniel Sturridge on his long-term loan to the Royal Liverpool Hospital and most of them suffering hamstring issues. It was only a few weeks ago that Jurgen Klopp said this. It's always hamstring, 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 so hamstring is the word of the year for me. And it's got even poopier in the last few days, with no less than seven players pulling up with the same problem. Basically, the current Liverpool team is making Darren Anderson look like Robocop at the moment. That lengthy injury list led to a rather underwhelming FA Cup performance against lowly Exeter, during which Klopp gave his pre-match press conference next to a pile of washing up in the club kitchen. Have you ever done a pre-match interview in a tea room before, Jürgen? For sure. It's nice. I was looking out for my cup, but there's no cup with my name. Which is effectively the closest that Liverpool have been to any cup in quite some time. But as you know, I'm a big fan of Jurgen Klopp and I'm a big fan of Jurgen Klopp's laugh. It's somewhere between a favourite uncle at a wedding and an insane Bodden villain. It's just right and I've got a new one for my collection. It's up there with some of my favourites. I mean, who could forget the little chuckle when he introduced himself to the nation? <laughs> or the great laugh when he asked if anyone was alive the last time Liverpool won the League Cup. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And then, in amongst the pain and the misery of the club's absolutely horrific injury crisis, Klopp could still pull out a classic laugh. <laughs> and I think that's my favourite yet. But when you listen back, it's hard to tell. Is it a laugh or deep, 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 deep down, is he actually crying? <laughs> <laughs> Poor old Klopp. Anyway, with 11 first-teamers out of action and the amount of players currently hobbling around on crutches at the Liverpool training ground, it has given a whole new meaning to you'll never walk alone. 
And finally, can we please be upstanding for the husband of Claire Smith in Blacktown, Australia? Or that could well be ex-husband by now. She wrote to a magazine to complain that her husband had tricked her into naming their daughter after their favourite football team, Arsenal. It was only after the event that she realised that the unique, romantic and exotic name of Lanesra was in fact Arsenal spelt backwards, which is just superb. Well played, sir. Well played. Really, she shouldn't be angry. She should be thankful that he wasn't a Liverpool fan because Looper Evil doesn't quite have the same ring to it. Right, that's about it for this week. If you've not subscribed to the podcast yet, then you could well be missing out on a load of On The Left Side goodness every week. So go and get that done. And make sure you head to our Facebook page too, at On The Left Side Pod, because there's things you can see as well as hear. Right, I'm off to rule myself out of the running for the FIFA presidency, because in fairness, I probably had more chance of winning it than Michelle Patini. Because that's full time. On The Left Side is a Banger Headphones production. Written and performed by Anne McKinley and Jim Salverson. Look out for a new episode every Monday. You have one new message. Main menu. To listen to your messages, press one. For re- First new message. Received today. Hey love, it's me. Uh, just a quickie. Um, Jim's getting a divorce. Uh, which was a shock, but uh, that means I'm going to go and try and move in there. So uh, I'm going to leave you and try and get in with Emma. Uh, Thanks for the memories. See you around.